Hey, seasoned athletes, I'm Robin Leggett, and this is episode 75 of the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. Seasoned Athlete is your home for inspiring stories and motivational advice from competitive athletes representing a wide variety of sports who all share one common bond. They are all over 40 years old. We are here to prove one story at a time that age does not have to prevent you from achieving your bold athletic and fitness goals. If you like what you hear, I would love it if you'd subscribe, share with your friends, and leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts. And if you really love us, like really, really love us, you can support our ability to continue to bring inspirational stories to you by way of either a one-time donation or by becoming a monthly sponsor. Just go to seasonedathlete.me and click on one of the support seasoned athlete buttons to help support this DIY independent podcast. So today and for the next handful of episodes, I'm going to be doing something a little different. We're not doing interviews for these episodes. I am introducing a new series that I'm going to be sharing with you, and I'm calling this the Ageless Series. And my goal through this series is to help give you the tools, the training, the support to become and feel and live ageless. So we're going to talk about what that's all about and then the steps you can take to really embrace the ageless lifestyle. So this is called the Ageless Series and that is what this is all about. So let's talk about that. What is ageless? Why am I talking about it? This is not a term that most people are using. You know, when we age, we talk a lot about doing everything it takes to look younger, to feel younger, to be younger. We fight aging, like on the whole, and especially as women, we fight aging. And I'm here to help encourage you to take a different approach, a different approach to how you look at aging, how you approach aging and what you do in your life around aging. And that's where the word ageless comes in. So let's talk about it. What does it mean to be ageless? Well, let's go to the dictionary. Let's go to the dictionary to start with that. Here's the dictionary definition of ageless, not growing old or showing the effects of age. Well, that sounds nice, doesn't it? So how is that different than youth? How is that different from feeling younger or looking younger? Well, that's the story we're told as we age, right? For women especially, that's the story we're told, that we should want to look younger. We should want to fight aging. We hear that a lot in advertising, how to fight the effects of aging, how to look younger, feel younger, be younger. We fight it. But there are a lot of aspects of aging that I would say we should embrace, because there are a lot of things about youth that once you reach a certain age, you're ready to let go, right? And that's where the shift happens here. So that's why I'm introducing the word ageless as something that I encourage us all to adopt. It's something I've adopted. And with the people I work with as a coach, it's something I encourage them to adopt because I think there's a certain power into the, in the word ageless, so being ageless means that you get to benefit from the knowledge and the experience that you've earned throughout your life and use it to live your very best life. Use it to promote not growing old or showing the effects of age while continuing to be the age you are, because there's value in that. There's value in being the age you are. And it allows you to open your mind to make bolder choices with your life, to think bigger for yourself, to not limit yourself. Because I truly believe that agelessness is 
limitless. Like to be ageless is to be limitless. That's a really key component in living an ageless life is that you aren't held back by the preconceived notions on regarding what you should do and how you should be at the age you're at now and as you continue to age, that those boundaries don't exist for you anymore, that you can expand beyond that. That is being ageless. So the golden ticket here is not about how to look and feel and be younger than you are. The more powerful choice, the more empowered choice is how can I become ageless? And that's what this series is all about. That's what I'm here to share with you in this ageless series, in this next batch of episodes, is how to become, be, live, and embrace being ageless. So becoming ageless is kind of the entire basis on how I'm living my life. I'm 45 years old. I'm an obstacle racer. I'm a retired roller derby skater turned obstacle racer. And I refuse to be limited on what it is I can do with myself. Yes, things are challenging. Things are hard. The things I do do not come easily for me, but that's the fun in it is that everything I do is a mental and physical and emotional challenge, but it's rewarding at the same time. So putting myself in these challenges makes me feel fulfilled, makes me feel like I'm living a rewarding life. And then passing it on to people also is super empowering for me. So that's why I'm really promoting living ageless and calling yourself ageless and embracing that mentality. It's how I help people like you move from feeling old in your life to feeling bold, living a bigger, bolder life. And if that resonates with you, it's probably because you're starting to feel old in your life. You're feeling constrained on what your life looks like. And maybe you've even told yourself that like, achieving bold things is not for me because of X, Y, and Z, because my life is busy, because my life is crazy, because I have these responsibilities. But I'm here to tell you that you can achieve these things. You just have to open your mind to allow yourself to do it. And that's what agelessness is about. So I help, it's how I help people like you embrace your athletic potential and achieve things you never thought possible for yourself, especially at the age you're at now and as you continue to age. And in this series, I'm going to share my method with you. I call it, I mean, quite frankly, I call it the ageless method, how to be, live and act and feel ageless. So I'm going to share this method with you in the next series of episodes. And hopefully you're going to be able to take nuggets from that and add them into your own life and the way you live your own life. And maybe you take one nugget at a time. You don't have to do all the things all at once, but maybe you do one nugget at a time to just make a small, small shift in your life to feeling a bit more ageless. Okay. So this is sort of my challenge to you is what can you do in your day-to-day life to feel that spark, feel that, that little change from feeling old to becoming ageless. All right. So I want to get started on the first step of my ageless method. And that step is assess your priorities. So this really comes down to what what do you want to achieve for yourself? What do you want to achieve? And a big one is fitness. When we talk about goals, we talk a lot about fitness. And we're going to get into that for sure. But I want you to think about different areas of your life. What do you want to achieve with your career? What do you want to achieve if you're a mom? What, what do you want to achieve as a mom? Do you want to be a role model to your kids? Do you want to have your kids look at you and think she is a superhero? Like she, like 
do you want your kids to lift you up and and think of you as an ideal that they want to reach and be because that's pretty cool uh do you want to do things that other people aren't doing or things that really surprise you <laughs> because that's something you can work on so you really want to take a moment and write some of these things down and assess your priorities. Now, I want to talk a little bit about goal setting, because I'm sure you've heard over time that we should set SMART goals. And that is sort of the fitness industry standard when it comes to goal setting. What are SMART goals? Well, SMART stands for Specific, Measurable, Achievable, Realistic, and Time Bound. It's a very sensible way to achieve goals because you're setting goals that you can achieve in a certain amount of time that you can measure that time that it's not super long and drawn out so you don't get frustrated or discouraged and you can stay on track and then you can measure it you know how far you've come you know how far you need to go it's all very science-based and smart that's why they're called smart goals well i once heard brendan burchard talk about something called dumb goals and i want to talk to you about that today because I'm actually a big, big fan of this way of thinking. And DUMB goals, DUMB stands for dream-driven or destiny-driven, uplifting, method-friendly, and behavior-driven. Now, I want to talk about those first two things, dream or destiny-driven and uplifting. Now, that is powerful. SMART goals don't really take that into account. It's all about, you know, let's do the things that we know we can do. But they're not sexy, you know? Uh, But... When you want to really be empowered and inspired, that's when you think about the dreams. What are dreams you have for yourself that maybe you've told yourself at some point in time, yeah, that would be nice, but it's not going to happen for me. This is where I encourage you to maybe allow yourself to think, how can this happen for me? What needs to change in my life for these inspiring, bigger, bolder goals to happen in my life, whether it's career, whether it's family-based, whether it's fitness-based, whether it's athletic, that's where my realm is, <laughs> is the athletic-based. You know, I set a goal for myself that I was going to run a Spartan Ultra last year. Um, 10 years ago, I had never put on running shoes. <laughs> so uh, I remember the first time that I was using a couch to 5k app to start running and it was telling me very basic things to do. And this is a very sensible, smart goal thing to do when you start running is use a couch to 5k app. And I would, you know, generally be doing two minutes running one minute walking or vice versa. And then one day it told me run for 10 minutes. And I looked at that and I was like, what? That's impossible. Like in my life at that time, running for 10 minutes was impossible. Like it was unfathomable, unfathomable. Even the word is unfathomable. But I did it. Like I pushed myself and I did it. I was so proud of myself when I did that. And then you look forward 10 years. And last year I set a goal and I'm like, this is big. It's going to take a lot of work, but I'm going to run my first Spartan Ultra. So this is an obstacle race ultra. It took me 13 hours to run 30 miles with obstacles. It was a whole day thing. I started before the sun and I ended after the sun went down and I did it. And it's so interesting to look back and be like, remember when I thought running 10 minutes was redonkulous? Well, what is it for you? Is it it running 10 minutes for you? Is that the big, bold, crazy, redonkulous goal at this moment? Then maybe that's where you're at. But maybe it's running a marathon. That's another thing I did for the first time this year was run a marathon. Uh, That could be a big one. And wherever you're at, maybe it's a 5K. These are all, of course, athletic-based goals, but 
your big, bold, crazy, scary goal is different than my big, bold, crazy, scary goal. So I just want you to be okay with that. It doesn't have to, you don't have to compare to somebody else, but what is your big, bold, crazy, scary goal? I want you to think about writing that down and making it a priority if it's something you really, really want. Because once you assess your priorities, you can then set a plan in motion. And that's really where we go from there. But if you don't know where the destination is, it's going to be hard to get the journey started. But it really helps to have the destination and have a destination that you can write in a calendar. So as it currently stands at the moment I'm making this episode, we are in quarantine, you know, where a lot of us are stuck at home. These races that we all want to do aren't happening. But you know what? There's virtual versions of them. So you can still have that bold, audacious, you know, mega goal for yourself. And it can be virtual. Maybe you write that down in your calendar. You set a date so that you have something to work towards. It can be anything. You could you could say, I'm going to run a 5K in my neighborhood on this date. doesn't have to be an organized event that you pay for or not pay for. But I want you to start thinking along those lines because once you assess your priorities, you can set a plan of motion. All right. So that's step one. And as a bonus... In this episode, I'm going to give you step two. Uh, And step two is get your body strong. So once you start assessing your priorities and writing them down, and writing them down really makes them real. And I think that's important. Write them down to make it real. Don't make theoretical goals that you're going to do someday when the quarantine's over and your life is easier and your kids are out of the house. Like start making these a priority now, now. Because it will take time, but make them a priority now. So once you assess those priorities, then it's time to get your body strong. So whether this is a fitness goal, whether this is an athletic goal, whether this is a uh, career goal, or whether this is a parenting goal, you got to have strength to do it. You got to have movement in your life to achieve any of the things that you want to do in your life. It's going to give you that energy that you need. So you got to get your body strong. And, and the key thing to getting your body strong is organizing a streamlined plan when it comes to your fitness and your training. It's time to stop winging it. As we are currently in quarantine, I, I say this a lot. I, I share this information a lot where we do not have a lack of fitness options available to us right now. There are tons of streaming workouts, on-demand workouts. You can go on Instagram and you're going to see on the top of your Instagram bar just live workouts constantly happening. Uh, there's video workouts. There's written workouts like every gym, every trainer. I'm doing it too. I do streaming classes for my gym and I'm making workout videos like we're all doing it. It's not a lack of options. Uh, in fact, there might be too many options. And the problem is it's hard. You can't decide analysis paralysis. And you just you're either not deciding on what you should do or you've got shiny object syndrome and you're doing all the things with no focus whatsoever. So in order to get your body strong, you need to have some sort of plan in place that is targeted towards the priority. It's targeted towards that goal that you want to achieve. So some key things to getting that plan in place is number one, checking yourself and your fitness level where you're at. If you have not been working out for a long time, you're not going to get your body strong by throwing yourself into six days a week of workouts. You might need to start with two to three days max of, you know, moderate workouts. So write that down. Like how many days a week are realistic for you to do workouts in your life where you're at with your fitness level? Don't look at your, your busyness 
as the guy. Don't say, well, I only have time on these two days. We'll get to that next. But uh, my fitness level, what, what is your fitness level and what does that lead you to in regards to your frequency? Number two is now look at your time. And I want you to write down your, your schedule in your days and your Monday may be different than your Tuesday, than your Wednesday, but kind of do a loose outline of what you have going on on each day. So you can see some of the gaps that present themselves. Um, and when you do that, you're going to start to see where you can fit in even a 20 minute workout. It doesn't have to be two hours I mean, fit in a 20 minute workout where you can fit that in and block that time on those days. And if it's only two days a week, that's fine because of your fitness level. If you're a little more fit and you're ready to do five to six days, like find that time on each day, write it down. What time blocks you have available and then make them sacred. That's your training time. And then the next thing is to work through the options that you have available and pick out like two to three that you like the best and commit to those. Don't be uh, distracted by shiny. Pick a couple, two, three different streaming workout options or written workout options or programs or plans. If you're training to run a certain distance, maybe you are going to do a couch to 5K or a, or a running plan that you find online. But gather those and have them ready. Don't just wake up in the morning and you'll be like, I'm going to go online and find something to do. Because chances are you're not. <laughs> Let's be real. If you've got it already prepared, you have a higher likelihood of doing that. And then once you have done those three things, Start doing that. Commit to the workouts you've picked out on the days that you have designated for four weeks at the very least. Commit to that and then see what happens. See what happens with your fitness level. See what happens with your motivation and your drive. Um, because if you can stick with that for about four weeks or more, chances are you're going to be able to continue and you're going to see those changes that are going to take you on the path to that priority you've chosen for yourself. So those are a couple steps in the ageless method in the next bunch of episodes. And it's going to be a handful of episodes. I'm going to, I'm going to share them with you pretty frequently. Uh, but in the next batch of episodes, I'm going to go through each step of my ageless method because we all need a method in our lives. We have a lot of chaos going on in our lives and that doesn't lend itself to any sort of success. What we need is a method. And this is what I'm working to provide. I'm providing the method, the very steps you need to take to go from feeling old to living bold and becoming ageless. So definitely subscribe and keep listening to these episodes because this very well might unlock something in you that will lead you to the change you're looking to make in your life to become the ageless athlete you are meant to be. Thank you for listening to the Seasoned Athlete Podcast. The music you heard in this episode is from a truly ageless musician, Jason Achilles. Learn more about him at jasonachilles.com. Hey, Seasoned Athletes, Robin here. If you want to fast track your way to living an ageless life, I want to personally invite you to my upcoming Ageless and Awesome Virtual Summit taking place on Saturday, May 23rd at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific Time. The Ageless and Awesome Virtual Summit is for women over 40 who want to gain confidence, overcome obstacles, whether they are on race courses or in your life, and truly become the ageless athlete that you are meant to be. I've invited some of my favorite experts to share their knowledge with you on topics such as creating a simple and streamlined fitness routine that fits into your life, 
I've invited some of my favorite experts to share their knowledge with you on topics such as creating a simple and streamlined fitness routine that fits into your life, developing realistic and workable healthy nutrition habits, and implementing practices to help you face fear, reduce anxiety, and gain energy and vitality in your life. This is a day just for you. You'll get to connect with other women over 40 who are striving to live an ageless life, just like you. And you'll come out of this event feeling inspired, empowered, and ready to embrace your agelessness. If this sounds exciting to you, which it should, go to seasonedathlete.me and click on the bar at the top of the page to get the full details, get to know the presenters, and reserve your spot. I'll see you at the Ageless and Awesome Virtual Summit on May 23rd. In the meantime, my fellow seasoned athletes, stay safe, stay strong, and be extraordinary.